Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is a podcast from WOR. Welcome to Money Matters with your host, Gary Goldberg, founder and CEO of Gary Goldberg Financial Services. Forty years ago, Gary Goldberg Financial Services began helping people navigate their retirement portfolios. That was eight presidents ago, and the Dow was at 800. They've weathered the ups and downs of the market, our country, and our lives, and throughout it all, remain optimistic by nature and defensive by strategy. Serving their fourth generation of clients, Gary Goldberg Financial Services has grown into one of America's premier boot- Boutique money management firms, combining the wisdom that only comes from decades of experience with the technology of today. Now, here's the man who started it all and your host, Gary Goldberg. Hello, everybody. This is Gary Goldberg on Money Matters. Welcome to the program. We are broadcasting on the Sunday before Election Tuesday, and I am going to focus a rather significant amount of today's program as to what can happen to your portfolios in the event of a Trump victory and in the event of a Hillary victory. So I am more concerned, if you're an investor, in the stock market and the bond market with a Donald Trump victory. And I'm not going to be political here because that's what this program is not about. It's not about politics. You have enough of that on every other station and every other hour. But I am a money manager. I'm the CEO and founder of a money management firm, as you know, Gary Goldberg Financial Services. So I am going to reflect on what might possibly happen to the stock market in the event of a Donald Trump in particular victory. I'm not predicting he's going to win the presidency next week, but things have changed in the past week. And I am not guaranteeing that if he does win, it's going to spark a worldwide financial panic either. But I do know that both things might happen. He might win. There could be some worldwide financial panic in the event that he does win. And the risks are there. And as a money management firm, we take this into consideration. I have concluded that the risks of a Trump victory are not reflected in the stock or the bond markets currently. A week ago, or slightly more than a week ago, it was almost a shoe-in that Hillary was going to be our next president. In fact, jokingly, on Saturday Night Live, she thanked Donald Trump for his present. Well, the latest polls show that Donald Trump is narrowing the gap rather sharply. In fact, uh, some polls have him ahead. But there are a number of those which are reflecting only two percentage points between the two of them. There is a uh, poll that uh, is indicating, on average, it's single digits. So what would happen to you and your portfolio if, in reality, Donald Trump were to win? You need to put your own political views aside and look at things in cold light. The world's entire financial system is ultimately backed by the U.S. economy. What is our economy? It's our stocks, it's our treasury bonds, it's our currency. In other words, if we're in trouble, everyone's in trouble. This is not comparable to what happened in England with Brexit. When Brexit occurred, it was no really big deal. The um, 
British economy is nowhere near what the U.S. economy is and the impact. So I need to highlight to you on today's program, Donald Trump has spelled out very few details for you as an investor to digest. He's an unknown quantity. His statements on policies have been vague. They've been contradictory. They've been alarming. They are... Uh, He brags about his business career, which at best we have come to learn is checkered. So he has made certain promises. He's promised to overturn 35 years of what has been going on in the U.S. economy. He's threatened to roll back free trade agreements, restrict imports, manipulate the dollar. He's almost uh, always talking about massive tax cuts and spending hikes. Uh, These are things he's had and he has said them repeatedly. So by definition, stocks will be affected. Bonds will be affected. Currencies will be affected big time. And according to the Commerce Department, our annual trade with just four countries, China, Mexico, Japan, and South Korea, the four overseas partners that President-elect Trump, if he were to become one, would most likely target is close to $2 trillion last year. That's about 10% of the entire U.S. economy. You simply can't challenge or disrupt this amount of activity without causing turmoil. It's not possible. Now, there are various measures that show that stocks today are either slightly or expensive by historic measures. They don't reflect, in my opinion, the risks of a shock of a Trump win. So we at Gary Goldberg Financial Services favor safer investments during this period of time. We do not have direct exposure to emerging markets such as China. They would be in the firing line of Trump's trade policies. We, uh, of course, would not want to be in low quality bonds. Junk bonds are not an area we have any exposure to because even if treasuries come down, you can imagine what would happen to corporate bonds and junk bonds. So I need to take a break right now. I want you to stay with me, but I want to talk a little further about the political impact, which you have to be concerned about in the event that you're an investor. What would it do potentially if Donald Trump were to win the election? I'm talking short-term and longer-term. We're merely speculating on today's program, but I need to bring it to your attention. My phone number, 1-800-377-5757. If you want a second opinion on your portfolio, are you properly positioned for whatever might happen? This is the time to call. Make an appointment. I will personally speak with you. I'll return your phone call. My email is garyg at garygoldberg.com. So many of you this week contacted me. I've made appointments with all of you. I will clear out my calendar to have a meeting with you and give you a second opinion and let you know in the opinion of Gary Goldberg Financial Services if your portfolio is ready as best we can perceive for what might be coming down the pike. Back in just a moment, I'm Gary Goldberg. This is Money Matters. Money Matters with Gary Goldberg. What's for dinner tonight? Wegmans Easy Meals. Dinner's not just delicious, it's done. Mm. We made it for you. Like this favorite, salmon with tomatoes and capers. Made fresh every day. It's ready to cook. 
Just pop it in the oven, put it on your plate. No prep, no cleanup. Delicious, fresh, easy. Wegmans Easy Meals. All right. This is Gary Goldberg. I founded Gary Goldberg Financial Services because I wanted to help families grow their wealth and improve their lives. That was more than 40 years ago, and throughout that time, I'm proud to say that we have helped generations of families reach their financial goals, the ones that they never thought they'd achieve. We've also seen plenty of ups and downs in the economy, and through it all, we have guided our clients with the advice and support that they've come to count upon. Today, I'm proud to say that we've been recognized as one of America's leading boutique money management firms. Between our world-class investment committee, our proprietary programs like the Dividend Buster, and our full-service approach to all of your financial needs, we're excited about our next 40 years. See the Gary Goldberg Financial Services difference for yourself. And call us today at 1-800-377-5757 for a free financial review. The number again for your free review is 1-800-377-5757 or visit us online at ggfs.com. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Gary Goldberg on Money Matters right here on WOR Radio. And I was saying before we went to our break, you've got to have some level of concern in the market. And I don't believe in market timing. I want to be very, very clear about that. Because if you decide to jump out of the market and time the market, you have to be right twice. You have to sell at the right time, then buy back at the right time. And uh, anybody who's cutting back sharply on stocks and bonds before the election certainly needs to give some thought to the second half of the problem. When do you go back in? The shortest time frame for an investor is um, when you decide, well, it's too early to get in, or then again, it's too late to get in. I still know people who uh, are saying, well, I'm not getting back in the market, and they pulled out in 2008 and 2009, and it's uh, eight years later, and they're still not back in the market. So you don't want to time the market. But on the, at the same time, you have to be aware of the trend that has developed in the past week or two weeks in relation to Donald Trump perhaps becoming our next president, even though the polls say no. If Hillary Clinton wins um, and if you have liquidated, I would suggest to you that you reposition uh, your asset allocation pretty much and do it rather quickly. Don't try to time it. Uh, even if you miss a bounce uh, in the first day or two, if she were to win, uh, you uh, still should reposition your portfolio with your money manager because I think we still remain the best house in a lousy neighborhood. If Trump were to win, we may not be the best house in a lousy neighborhood financially. And I am not being political here. I want to be very clear about that. But at our firm, we have a certain amount of our clients' money in annuities and variable annuities are the ones we favor because of the insurance that comes with it. You have to read the prospectus. You have to understand what it is that um, you own when you own a variable annuity. But there are insurance premiums that you're paying to insure your portfolio. And if things don't happen and the markets don't get trashed, well, the markets will rally. But if things go badly, if you have money in mutual funds or your 401k and you can roll them into an IRA and put them into a variable annuity, well, 
Uh, the only thing you would have lost is the cost of the insurance, and many of you should be comfortable with that. Uh, you don't regret writing off your fire insurance premiums each year either. So there is a negative to annuities where there are higher fees, but a lot of you will have the comfort of knowing that the principal's insured to your heirs and that there's an income rider that you can choose no matter what happens. So if you want to talk to me about that, you're certainly invited to give me a call relating to that. But again, getting back to the election... It will have an effect if Donald Trump wins on your portfolio initially. I recall back in June when I was uh, staying up through the wee hours of the night watching the polls come in in Great Britain, uh, the shock that occurred when Brexit actually occurred, where the vote was to exit. Uh, Within two days, the uh, Dow came down by 1,000 points. Then what happened? There was a V-shaped rally, wasn't there? So volatility is in store for us, particularly this coming few days. You're listening to me on a Sunday. I pre-record the show. Today is actually Wednesday. So I've got almost a week of volatility that I am paying attention to for my clients. But the volatility index, which is put together by Bank of America, is very interesting. Volatility has jumped 64% since it touched its lowest level um, last week. The lowest level in two years, I should say, was touched last week. And then all of a sudden, as Hillary uh, Clinton saw her odds of winning uh, the presidential election falter because of the FBI examination, volatility jumped 64%. So if you don't think traders are in there trying to outthink what's happening, well, don't be fooled. Now, what do you do? And here's a positive for you. What do you do if you continue to put money into your 401k? Well, there's nothing wrong in the market coming down. In fact, in many cases, you should be rooting for the market to decline because if you're putting money in every month, you want to buy things when they're on sale. You don't want to buy when they're high. Think about it logically. If you're not about to take the money out, let's say you're 50 some odd years old, 60 years old, and you intend letting the money sit there for a while. If you are still working and you want to put money into your 401k, take advantage of buying when things come down. A number of people are using something called target date funds in their 401ks. I am not a fan of that as a money manager because it's kind of autopilot Target date funds automatically shift to a more conservative asset mix as you get closer to retirement. We like dividend-paying stocks here that continually have a history of raising their dividends. We like managed variable annuities for the protection that I alluded to, and I am not a fan of bonds at this point in time. As a matter of fact, for the month of October, and those of you who listen to me on a regular basis, the Barclays... Bond index, worldwide index, declined in the month of October 2.9% in one month. You keep hearing about bonds being safer? Uh Uh-uh. A three-ish percent drop in one month is not a safe investment. We would rather see quality dividend-paying stocks. We would like to see a money management overview from a firm such as ours with about 150 years worth of combined experience in our five-person investment committee making the decisions for you. We are not 
emotional. We are not passionate about getting whipsawed. What we do is we have regular meetings amongst the five of us, which is close to 10% of our firm. We have close to 50 or so people in the firm, but five of us are on an investment committee. We meet every month, and if we need an ad hoc meeting where we need to make decisions on an ad hoc basis, instantaneous basis, we will do so. Are you getting that from your current advisor? Are you doing it yourself? Are you staying up at night worried? Well, find out what a good money management firm does. We can't offer you guarantees, but after 44 years of being in business, I started this firm in 1972 with $5,000. It has grown to a firm of uh, a very sizable amount of money under management. In fact, we manage more money than 90% of the firms in the country, excluding endowment funds and pension funds and bank trust departments. We manage money for real people. That's our slogan. And we have various programs designed for you, not just putting your money into mutual funds or the stock market because this looks cheap or that looks cheap. No, we have programs that are managed by our five-person investment committee. Our clients have been with us for four decades. Learn about our approach. There's a free meeting that I'm offering to you. And when I say free, there's no obligation. As many of you have met with me and you say at the end of the meeting, you know, let me think about it. Let me get back to you. And you don't hear from us again. We don't bug you. We don't dun you. We want you to make the decision. Once you become our client, boy, do we keep you informed. We have quarterly meetings with you, face-to-face meetings. We don't charge extra for it. We get our annual management fee, which is well worth it. However, if you want to find out what a real money management firm does for real people, you don't need millions and millions and millions of dollars, give us a call. 1-800-377-5757. But again, my message is, if you are putting money into a 401k, don't get freaked out. Don't stop. Buy when things are on sale. You will do a lot better for yourselves. When we return, I'm going to be speaking with Cindy Groman, the executive chef of Wegmans Supermarkets. We love Wegmans here. Cindy is going to talk about Thanksgiving food. A little later in the program... Brad Birkenfeld, who wrote a book called Lucifer's Banker, a fascinating, fascinating story about what he experienced when he became the whistleblower at UBS for those people who were using the Swiss bank accounts. What happened to Brad Birkenfeld? You will not believe. I promise you, you will not believe it. So stay tuned. We're going to be joined in just a moment by Cindy Groman, executive chef, at Wegmans Supermarkets. I'm Gary Goldberg, 1-800-377-5757 or Gary G at GaryGoldberg.com. Call now, make an appointment. I will call you back tomorrow or Tuesday at the latest. You're listening to Money Matters with Gary Goldberg. The team at Gary Goldberg Financial Services has the wisdom achieved through decades of experience combined with the technology of today. Here's Bill Krivisich, Chief Investment Officer. My role as the Chief Investment Officer is to provide safe and sound financial advice for our clients' serious money. Uh, Gary Goldberg Financial Services is special because we are an investment boutique that emphasizes quality management and great service. Our clients are always greeted with a smile, and we never forget that our clients are always in charge. Our clients are looking for safe, reliable investments, investments that are A+, investments that provide financial transparency, liquidity, and provide a reasonable and reliable income stream in retirement. 
Call Gary Goldberg Financial Services today at 800-377-5757. That's 800-377-5757. Follow Money Matters and Gary Goldberg Financial Services on Twitter at Gary G. Financial and at Money Matters FN. Change is a part of life and a part of our finances. The good news is you have a lot more control than you may think, and we can help. This is Gary Goldberg, CEO and founder of Gary Goldberg Financial Services. And if you don't take control of your retirement savings, the market could take control of you. Our investment team comes to work every day dedicated to help our clients. We help them take control of their finances and navigate through changing times. We've been in business for over 40 years and have seen plenty of change, and we'll see plenty more. We're here to help you navigate through the changes and maintain a happy, successful retirement. Call us today for a free financial review, and we'll show you how. Our number is 1-800-377-5757. That's 1-800-377-5757. Your free review will take about an hour, but could safeguard your retirement nest egg, save you thousands, and add years of income for you and your spouse. Don't wait. Call us now at 1-800-377-5757. program, ladies and gentlemen. We're listening to Gary Goldberg on Money Matters, and it is not too early to start talking about Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner, Thanksgiving preparations, and I am always pleased to have Cindy Groman, the executive chef of Wegmans, the greatest supermarket in America, on with me. Cindy Groman, welcome to the program. Thank you, Gary. Nice to talk to you. We always talk about great uh, things, and with all of the political stuff that's going on, it's nice to fall back on talking about food with its aromas. And here we are (laughs) coming up to Thanksgiving. And I remember as a kid, Thanksgiving was a period of time when for appetizers, well, we probably would have some minor little thing like uh, Ritz crackers uh, with (laughs) a smear of cream cheese or some chips. But appetizers now have taken on a whole new life, haven't they? Well, you know what's funny? When you say as a kid, I remember my mother had a relish dish that had celery sticks and carrot sticks and olives, and that was our appetizer. And that's really, we've come a long way from there, believe me. I can make a whole meal out of appetizers sometimes, especially for the holidays. Well, I have not had chips and pretzels and that kind of stuff for a long time. Uh, I like to eat healthy, as you and I have talked about. So what do you suggest to people who want to really prepare healthy food as appetizers for Thanksgiving food? Well, you know what? I do a lot with cheese. For me, I need to have lots of protein, and I have to be careful of what I do with carbs. So I'm trying to do everything carb-friendly and get that protein in there. So things like a little bit of a canapé on, say, roast beef on a slice of cucumber with a little bit of horseradish cream on top, using the cucumber as the base rather than a piece of bread. I do a lot with nuts, um, maybe some candied nuts or a chutney with some nuts in. And again, on a vegetable, uh, say a, a real thick slice of sweet potato or a thick slice of carrot, is there anything preferential to almonds versus other nuts? Almonds are supposed to have lots of really good fat, and they're not high in that saturated fat that we have. Walnuts are a little bit higher in saturated fat, but they're still all good for us. I've been um, on a Brazil nut kick. We we can buy Brazil nuts here in the store that are already shelled, and that's been my kick lately. They're a little bit oilier than some other nuts, but they're still really good for you. What about macadamia nuts? Those are my oh, favorites. They're wonderful. I love those, too. A little bit higher in fat than most nuts and a little bit harder to find in the grocery store and a little bit more expensive, but they're still good for you. So, Cindy, if someone's fortunate enough to live near a Wegmans, 
uh, Wegmans is making life easier for them, are they not? Oh, you know what? We have everything from you can buy your whole turkey dinner with all the sides to you can just buy the roasted turkey. You can buy the raw turkey and cook it yourself. You can buy the sides already cooked if you want to cook your own turkey, but you don't feel like doing the sides. Everything from soup to nuts to make your holiday special. So the reality is, even though the place may not smell as delicious as it was when you were growing up, uh, you can go to Wegmans and actually get a prepared meal. You could, as Cindy says, make the aromas permeate your own home, uh, which would give it some authenticity, Cindy. But uh, uh, it's not as hard as it used to be. Oh, no, it's, it's much easier. And as a matter of fact, we all need some comfort right about now. It's been a long, long summer and, and uh, voting season. So when this is all done, we need something to comfort ourselves. And you can put that turkey that you're buying from Wegmans already cooked, pop it in that oven and heat it up. And believe me, within 15 minutes, your whole house is going to have that wonderful smell. Are there different types of stuffings that go into the turkeys at Wegmans? <laughs> Well, you know what? They don't sell the turkey already stuffed. We sell the turkey, and we sell the stuffing on the side. It takes a lot longer to cook a turkey all the way through to get that stuffing to a temperature where it will kill any bacteria that might have been in there from the inside of the turkey. So we do them separately, and and I've taken to doing that at home, too. I don't necessarily stuff the bird anymore. I cook them apart from each other. So that's a great idea. Do the stuffings outside of the turkey and then stuff it in there. Yep. It goes a lot faster. It doesn't take quite as long to cook that turkey, and it's a little bit safer. Now, the traditional desserts, pumpkin pie, apple pie, what do you suggest people consider? Maybe to juice it up a little differently, or do you fall back on the tradition? You know what? I like the tradition. I like a little bit of lightly sweetened whipped cream on top of my pumpkin pie. Sweet potato pie is a good alternative also. We also have this wonderful pumpkin roll. It's a pumpkin sponge cake with a light whipped cream on the inside. It's a little bit lighter after a big, heavy meal. It's not quite so. It won't weigh you down like a piece of pie might. In terms of an alternative for sugar and sweetening, uh, stevia is something that has gained a lot of popularity lately. Can you comment about stevia? It's a natural occurring. It's a plant. It occurs from a plant. It is a very concentrated sweetener. Um, I've used stevia, and another sugar that I've been using a lot of is coconut palm sugar. It comes from the coconut palm tree. It looks like brown sugar. It acts like brown sugar, and it's very easy to substitute in baking. Say if you want to make a shortbread cookie, you can substitute the coconut palm sugar one for one with regular granulated white sugar. It reacts differently in your body as far as your glycemic index goes, and so your blood sugar doesn't raise what quite as quickly as it normally would using the coconut palm sugar. It's your position as executive chef at Wegmans, Cindy Groman. Have you noticed a real change in trend uh, by the consumer in terms of eating healthier? Oh, absolutely. Over the past five years, it's just become phenomenal. Everything's about whole grains. Everything's about gluten-free. Uh, cauliflower rice has become the, the norm to make sushi, to substitute for any kind of rice on a plate. If you're doing a, a chicken cacciatore and say you wanted to put it over mashed potatoes or polenta. We're now doing cauliflower rice. Um, people are much more aware, and there's much more out there. It's much easier to cook this way than it ever has been before. It's also possible to eat bread without any grains in it. That's another phenomenon. Absolutely. So nowadays, instead of just eating gluten-free, you can actually eat bread that is not with grains, can't you, Cindy? You can. They're, they're doing all kinds of things with Oh, rice, for goodness sake, and rice flour. And it's, it's pretty amazing how the, the result that they can get from some of these things. I actually eat a bread that is um, based upon uh, mozzarella cheese and uh, starch that is uh, coming from tapioca. So there are alternatives, and I find it 
tasty as long as you toast it, ladies and gentlemen. Otherwise, right. it's like chewing on your shirt. <laughs> Give it a little toast. It's much yeah. better. <laughs> uh, well, Cindy Groman, Menu Magazine has so many of these dishes. And if somebody wants to get Menu Magazine, how do they go about doing it? Well, you know, I'm sitting here with our holiday issue on my lap right now. They can get it online, Wedmans.com. You can come into the store. And if you're one of our preferred shoppers, one of those people who use your shoppers club all the time, you might actually get it in the mail. Or you can pick it up when you're going through the checkout counter right in the store. And I get it at home. Cindy Groman, once again, thank you. And what a great representative you are of the greatest supermarket in America, Wegmans Supermarkets. If you're fortunate enough to have one near your home, the value of your home goes up if you're trying to sell it. And if a broker says, hey, there's a Wegmans near your home, you get a top value. Can you imagine a supermarket having that impact? It always amazes me to hear that. It it is amazing. It is. Well, thank you and happy Thanksgiving to you, Cindy Groman. Same to you, Garrett. Take right. care. Thanksgiving always brings back memories of my grandmother's home in the Bronx, and uh, uh, we always would gather as a bunch of cousins and all the relatives and sit around the table. Not quite a Norman Rockwell dinner, but uh, it was uh, memorable, and even now when I gather with my cousins, we reflect back on those wonderful uh, Thanksgiving dinners. When we return, we're going to talk with a man whose name is Brad Birkenfeld. He spent a couple of Thanksgiving eating prison dinners, prison dinners, and you won't believe this story. He has written a book called Lucifer's Banker. If I tell you you're going to be blown away by my next guest, you can trust me, you won't believe this story. Back in just a moment, and if you want to reach us at Gary Goldberg Financial Services for a second opinion review, 1-800-377-5757, or email me directly at GaryG at GaryGoldberg.com. Determine whether or not your portfolio is properly positioned for 2017. Money Matters with Gary Goldberg. What's for dinner tonight? Wegman's Easy Meals. Dinner's not just delicious, it's done. Mm. We made it for you. Like this favorite, salmon with tomatoes and capers. Made fresh every day. It's ready to cook. Just pop it in the oven, put it on your plate. No prep, no cleanup. Delicious, fresh, easy. Wegman's Easy Meals. All right. It's routine to get a second opinion on health issues. It's also common to get a second opinion when getting work done around the house or to get multiple quotes when shopping for a new car. How about getting a second opinion on something that needs to last a lifetime, your retirement plan? Right now, Gary Goldberg Financial Services is offering a free, comprehensive second opinion financial and retirement readiness review. Call them today to schedule yours at 800-377-5757. That's 800-377-5757. If you're not absolutely sure that your retirement plan is fully optimized, do the right thing and get a second opinion. It's free, it's comprehensive, and it'll take about an hour. Mistakes in your financial portfolio could secretly be costing you tens or even hundreds of thousands unnecessarily. So call the offices of Gary Goldberg Financial Services now for your free comprehensive review at 800-377-5757 today. Bring it on, 
Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Gary Goldberg on WOR Radio. And we all thought we knew about Swiss bank accounts. We heard about them. Nobody did anything about it. Extremely wealthy people were evading taxes. They were hiding assets in Swiss bank accounts. And then all of a sudden, um, my guest blew the whistle. His name is Brad Birkenfeld, and uh, he wrote a book called Lucifer's Banker. And Brad Birkenfeld, welcome to Money Matters. It's a pleasure. Well, Gary, good morning. Thank you for having me on your show, and uh, welcome to your audience. Uh, You're very welcome. You are a human paradox. That's how I would sum up uh, the life of Brad Birkenfeld. You were working for UBS. You ended up blowing the whistle on all of these extremely wealthy people who were evading taxes. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, Brad got arrested for doing it and then got a $104 million reward. You talk about paradoxes. My goodness, what a life you've had. Well, that's exactly right, Gary. It shows you how dysfunctional the Department of Justice is in the United States. Um, I've had foreign governments uh, welcoming me with open arms and my own government attacked me. And the reason for that is you have so many vested interests in uh, big business and big government who don't, did not want this to be uncovered. Unbelievable. And the amount of taxes that our government uh, did not receive over the years uh, probably uh, could have helped balance our uh, federal deficit. <laughs> but uh, the, the paradox is that you end up going to jail, and you served two and a half years from what I've read. I can't imagine what that was like. And then you got out, and your lawyer walked in and gave you a check. Well, that's, a, that's exactly right, Gary. And I think uh, what the, your audience needs to understand is, is that I was the only one from UBS to go to jail. The fact of the matter is, is that all of my senior bosses who I outed to the Senate, the SEC, the IRS, and the DOJ got non-prosecution agreements. They attacked the whistleblower, let all the um, executives walk free. Sounds familiar from the financial crisis of 08 and put the whistleblower in jail and then gives him the largest award in history. I mean, this is insanity. Well, let's go for one more paradox. You got $104 million. Did they take taxes on the uh, gross sum? Oh, they did. I paid <laughs> tax on it. They took it right off the top. So, quite frankly, I probably paid more taxes than all the billionaires that have been hiding money and who live in New York City alone. You talk about dysfunction and paradoxes. My God, they give you $104 million, They take it back. Part of it in taxes, obviously, not a small part. And they put you in jail for blowing the whistle. Now, did any of the people that uh, you describe in Lucifer's Banker end up going to jail also? No, and uh, more names will come out uh, with respect to some of the clients. They're not all mentioned in the book, but we'll be having an update on that book to expose them. But you have to understand, some of the people in the book, when your audience hopefully reads my book, you'll see that the biological brother of Osama bin Laden, who lived in Boston, had a big account, and the DOJ said they weren't interested in non-Americans. Now, you were working for UBS at the time, and... When you started your job at UBS, were you in the private client sector where you were dealing directly, immediately with the very wealthy, ultra-wealthy people? That is correct. I worked for UBS in Geneva, Switzerland. And in that country, uh, offshore banking with secret numbered accounts was part of their constitution. It was legal. 
The problem was, was when you left Switzerland to go to any country like America, that's where it was a gray area, and I challenged the bank on that, and I ultimately resigned when they wouldn't give me an answer to an internal three-page memo that contradicted what we were doing. Did you ever feel your life was threatened by any of the accusations that you made? Well, uh, one yes, I do, actually. And uh, one of the reporters, Michael Broner from New York, who uh, covered my story, was uh, threatened by the CIA Baghdad chief and uh, said, you know, don't report on one of the people in my book, Abdulaziz Abbas, who was making illegal oil sales with Saddam Hussein. Now, I have seen pictures of you. You probably could be a linebacker in the NFL. You're a big guy. You're not going to be intimidated. And... Obviously, from uh, what I've read about you, you have uh, uh, you'll you'll take on anybody. And I can imagine if you were not the type of uh, person that you are, which uh, you don't take guff from people, from what I've read, you kind of have a brass style and a temper, as you've been described. If this was a different persona instead of Brad Birkenfeld, might we still have these Swiss bank accounts? Or do you think someone else could have come up with what you came up with? Well, I think you you make a good point, and uh, I am a very determined and resourceful person, and I think uh, what I looked at was this had never been exposed from the existence of Swiss bank secrecy, so nobody wanted to upset this wonderful lifestyle. I was the only American on the desk in Switzerland with Swiss colleagues, and they were all afraid to come forward and report anything because, remember, they have a, a mortgage from UBS, a car loan from UBS, their kids go to school together. This was like a little club, if you will. I was the outsider who saw that this was wrong, tried to report it internally at the bank, and then when they covered it up, I came to my own government, and they continued to cover it up. And to this day, we still don't have all the names, Gary. 19,000 names, $20 billion just on the UBS America's desk. So are you looked at by the U.S. government as a uh, whistleblower or... Are you looked at as a guy who they put in prison, basically? And um, I get back to the word paradox, Brad Birkenfeld, because I don't know how you would be viewed by the U.S. government. Well, I could tell you how I'm viewed. The IRS uh, awarded me the largest award in history. And in my book, you'll see that the Guinness Book of World Records awarded me the famed award and certificate, and I had to create a new section for whistleblowers, which I'm a part of. But the Department of Justice is the real problem in America. Not only did they fail to uncover the largest and longest-running tax fraud in U.S. history, but when I gave it to them on a platinum platter, they attacked me. Because, again, they don't like giving credit to whistleblowers. They hate whistleblowers at the Department of Justice. They hate whistleblowers, but yet you ended up with $104 million in a, uh, in a, in a payoff. Is there more to come if you continue to uh, whistleblow, and is there more exposure that you would expect will be uh, made public? Well, this is it, and I think um, Dean Zerby, my attorney, who wrote the actual whistleblowing law in the Senate Finance Committee, thanks to Senator Grassley from Iowa, this has been such a windfall for America. It's the most successful law in history, Gary. Nothing comes close. More money has come back to American citizens due to courageous whistleblowers who have brought this to the attention of the government. Are you expecting more people to go to jail, or is this really now a dead issue uh, uh, and individuals will not go to jail after everything you've done and where you went to jail for two and a half years? It's a 
facade presented by the Department of Justice. They tell us that they're getting cooperation and information. Nobody will go to jail. They wanted to try and ridicule and smear me as a whistleblower. Unfortunately for them, they're just incompetent and corrupt. So I kept fighting, and I'm now, with my book, telling the story, the true story. I'm the whistleblower, Gary. I don't have to lie. I'm the one who came forward. And the sad thing about this, Gary, to this day, the Senate will not give me my own testimony. They refuse to give my testimony, which would exonerate me. Are you naming names of politicians in this country and government workers in this country in your book, Lucifer's Banker, that people should know about? Who, uh, who did not help you, who actually put up roadblocks? Well, I did, exactly. Um, Kevin Downing at the Department of Justice, who now conveniently works for a law firm in Washington, defending the people he should have prosecuted, is the dysfunctional nature of the DOJ. This is the revolving door where Americans get screwed and the civil servants play this chess game to our detriment. Has the IRS... Uh cleaned up the act, so to speak, as a result of all of this? Uh, is there some uh, diamond that will come out of uh, the, the scratched oyster here? Well, I think the IRS has done a good job, but again, they need more whistleblowers who really are an extension of law enforcement, Gary. We're trying to bring back these funds from foreign banks to American banks. They will be invested in tax through perpetuity. So the numbers are staggering. And I think the IRS... It's a very complicated um, administration, but I think the thing is is that this has made a massive dent, not just in America, but I'm helping governments around the world, the Greek government, the French government, the German government, the Canadian government. The list goes on and on. I think it's amazing because when you got out of jail, you were faced with basically being unemployable. Um, you were an ex-con, and here you are now in this country of ours, able to tell the story. I can imagine, if you want to look on a positive note, how if you had done this in other countries, you might be uh, not able to tell the story and fearing for your life in exposing what you're doing. Well, that's exactly right. And uh, as I always say, um, the, the Department of Justice claims that I was hiding information from them. To the contrary, I was hiding in their offices in Washington, D.C., giving them this information. And now I look back and say, I've got 104 million reasons why I'm right and they're wrong. Now, you were at UBS at the time. What's the role of UBS in all of this? Well, this is a very great question. Unfortunately, UBS is in bed with the Obama administration and even the Bush administration prior to that. The problem is this, is that people are fed up to see big government with big banks and this too-big-to-fail scenario. The fact of the matter is, is that Barack Obama was a senator on the Senate committee investigating UBS but failed to show up for any of the hearings but at the same time was accepting millions of dollars from Robert Wolf and UBS employees for his presidential run in 2008. This is the worst scenario anyone can imagine. Number one, one, I'm a Democrat. I'm just exposing the truth. But number two, why would Barack Obama violate his oath to the Constitution and take money from a bank that was breaking the law on a global basis? Very good question. Very good question. I, I want to get to one last question because we're just about out of time. There's a difference between tax evasion and tax avoidance. You uncovered tax evasion, did you not? 
That is correct, and I think for your audience, they're quite intelligent, but just to clarify, tax avoidance would be something like living in Florida. There's no state income tax, so you move to Florida. There's no income tax for state income, fine. But if you take your money and hide it in Switzerland and don't pay any federal tax because we're taxed on a global basis as American citizens, then that's tax evasion if you don't declare those incomes. What a wonderful interview this was, Brad Birkenfeld. I truly uh, enjoyed it thoroughly. We had a gentleman on named Bill Browder who wrote a book uh, called The Red Notice. I don't know if you read it uh, a couple of years ago about what he uncovered in Russia. And uh, his lawyer ended up getting shot and he got uh, uh, put in jail and he had a call in from London in order to talk to me. He could not go back to, to Russia. So at least you're in the United States I'm talking to you while you're in Miami, and uh, good for you for blowing the whistle, getting money back into the coffers of U.S. citizens. And the name of the book, once again, is Lucifer's Banker, Brad Birkenfeld. It's been an absolute pleasure. Gary, thank you so much, and thank you to your time. You're very, very welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to learn more about Brad Birkenfeld and Lucifer's Banker, go to lucifersbanker.com. You'll learn all about the subject, which is a very important one as far as I'm concerned. I think one of the critical questions I ask is the difference between tax avoidance and tax evasion. We learn about Donald Trump uh, saying, well, he doesn't pay taxes, and that made him smart. There's a big difference if you use the laws that have been offered to us versus those that are evaded. And Brad Birkenfeld has pointed out uh, what was done by a lot of wealthy people from around the world to avoid paying taxes. We help people managing their money in a tax-efficient way. We are very sensitive to taxes in the types of investments we use. And if you want to learn about the approach that we use at Gary Goldberg Financial Services, 1-800-377-5757. I will personally talk with you about your own situation or email me at garyg at garygoldberg.com. Back right after these messages. Money Matters with Gary Goldberg. If you're not 100% sure you're prepared for retirement, get a professional's help. Call the retirement professionals at Gary Goldberg Financial Services for a no-obligation retirement readiness review. It'll take about an hour but could add thousands to your portfolio and years to your retirement. The number is 800-377-5757. You'll get a risk analysis, an investment analysis, a tax analysis, and a fee analysis. Insight that will help you to know if you're on the right track. If you don't know how much you're paying for your current investments, call Gary Goldberg Financial Services. If you don't have a clear strategy in the event of a market downturn, call Gary Goldberg Financial Services. If you're not sure what would happen to your estate when you pass, call Gary Goldberg Financial Services. They'll answer these questions and a lot more with their no-obligation retirement readiness review. Call Gary Goldberg Financial Services to schedule yours now at 800-377-5757 or visit them online at ggfs.com. This is Gary Goldberg at Gary Goldberg Financial Services. Our Revenue Buster program allows us to buy growth stocks strategically by choosing proven companies in expanding sectors with higher-than-average growth rates. See how our team can help you look at the market in a whole new way. Call us to learn how the Revenue Buster program could work for you at 1-800-433-0323. That's 1-800-433-0323 or visit us at ggfs.com. Welcome back.
back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Gary Goldberg. This is Money Matters. And a number of people are starting to look at an area of the market for investing that involves preferred stocks. They're kind of a hybrid. They uh, pay a very good dividend. And I want to at least elaborate for a moment on what they are because uh, many people have not had the experience with preferred stocks. They have in the past sought bonds as the income alternative. We are not huge fans of preferred stocks here. Uh, We'd rather have stocks that don't pay a fixed uh, dividend, but rather stocks that increase their dividends. But there is something to be said about preferred stocks also, because the yield on them currently are in the neighborhood of 6%, and that's uh, very attractive. In normal market climates, preferreds should beat quality bonds as a source of steady income, Uh, but there is a level of risk that I need to point out to you, just like there is in bonds. They're sensitive to swings in interest rates, and they lose value if interest rates go up. But they're similar to regular stocks, preferred stocks, representing ownership in a company. The shares do pay a fixed preset dividend every quarter, typically, and they're called preferred stocks because they pay dividends to you if you buy them before they pay the dividends to the common stockholders. So a lot of banks, a lot of insurance companies, financial firms issue preferred stocks. In fact, the preferred stock market probably um, is composed of about 80% come from financial type organizations. They do have a guaranteed dividend, uh, but they can still miss a payment without triggering a default. Now, if a bond misses a payment, there's a default. When a preferred stock misses a payment, there's no default. They don't have to go into bankruptcy or something like that. It also is something that could be paid double the next time. So they're different from bonds. Uh, Most preferreds pay qualified dividends, which means they're eligible for lower tax rates, typically 15 to 20%, and bonds that are taxable could be as high as 43.5%. So talk to your advisor, talk to your accountant. If you're a bond holder, you might want, if you just want the income, you might want to look at preferred stocks. We, however, prefer Common stocks that pay high dividends, you'll get a little bit less, but they can increase the dividend with the potential for growth. If you want to learn about our Dividend Buster program, our Revenue Buster program, which pays a smaller dividend, but which consists of very high quality type stocks that are growing at a higher rate of return than most market. But if you would like to learn about our Revenue Buster, which also pays a dividend, but is less than the Dividend Buster, but the growth potential is there give us a call. We have an exchange-traded fund portfolio, which you've never seen the likes of. It is a phenomenal program that we think very highly of. If you want your annuities managed, we can manage your annuities. Give us a call if you are looking for a quality money management firm. Gary Goldberg Financial Services is applying for the job. Get a second opinion. There's no downside in having a meeting with us. We have eight locations. Our main office, if you go to our website, is the glorious mansion in Montebello. Uh, It's 15 minutes across the Tappan Zee Bridge. Easy to get to. We have an office in New York City. We have three in Connecticut. We have an office in New Jersey. Goshen, three, as I said, in Connecticut. So give us a call, set up an appointment, and I will personally return the call. Thank you for being with me. This has been Gary Goldberg on Money Matters. Make it a great day. 
Important information for our listeners. Money Matters is designed to be an informational program only and is not intended to constitute investment, financial, legal, tax, or accounting advice. The program may include discussions of investment programs that are unique to Gary Goldberg Financial Services. It must be noted that past performance of an investment product, advice, or strategy is no guarantee of future success or profitability. Gary Goldberg Financial Services does not warrant the accuracy, completeness, quality, adequacy, or content of any information provided in the show, nor do they make any warranty as of the results that may be obtained from the information disclosed during the show. No information provided by Money Matters, its host, or any guest should be construed as a solicitation to buy or offer to sell any services. Investing involves risks, including the possible loss of principal. Gary Goldberg Financial Services is a joint marketing name of Ruderman Asset Management LLC, which is an SEC-registered investment advisor, and its affiliated company, Bruderman Brothers LLC, which is an SEC-registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Both are under common ownership and jointly advertise their services under the marketing name Gary Goldberg Financial Services. Some of the stocks mentioned may be included in portfolios created by Gary Goldberg Financial Services for its clients. Dollar cost averaging does not guarantee a profit or prevent a loss in declining markets. Exchange-traded funds or ETFs may trade at a discount of their net asset value and are subject to market fluctuation of their underlying investments. ETFs are subject to management fees and other expenses, and investors may pay trading fees when they buy or sell an ETF. Investing in commodities such as gold or other precious metals, agricultural commodities, or oil and gas may offer a source of diversification, but should be viewed as speculative investments and are generally only recommended for sophisticated persons who are prepared to assume the risks inherent in commodity markets and future markets. Variable annuities are long-term investments designed for retirement. The value of the investment option will fluctuate and, when redeemed, may be worth more or less than the original cost. Withdrawals and other distributions are taxable amounts, including death benefits payments, which will be subject to ordinary income tax. If withdrawals or other distributions are taken prior to age 59 and a half, a 10% federal tax penalty may apply. A withdrawal charge may also apply. Variable annuities have contract limitations, fees, and charges, which include, but are not limited to, mortality and expense risk charges, sales and surrender charges, administrative fees, and charges for optional death benefits such as lifetime income riders. All guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and do not apply to the underlying investment options. Variable annuities are not FDIC-insured and may lose value. Before investing, you should consult your investment advisor. Before investing in a mutual fund variable annuity or any other investment product for which a prospectus is available, investors should carefully consider the amount they plan to invest, their investment objectives, and the information presented in the prospectus concerning the objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the investment product. For many investments, investors can obtain assistance in obtaining a prospectus by contacting Gary Goldberg Financial Services at 800-433-0323. For more information about financial terminology, investment products, risks, and the general investment information, please visit our website at www.ggfs.com. This has been a podcast from WOR. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.